to another episode of the Transcendence Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Corey Redford Watts, and I am joined by. Would you introduce yourselves? I'm Adrian Luther. And I'm Isaac Van Dyne. Well, thank you both for joining us today. Um, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you all. Um, you two uh, seem like really creative uh, people working in a lot of different uh, things, a lot of different creative outlets. Uh, so tell us about where you are in life. I know one of you just got out of school, one of you still in school, and, and what's going on? Sure, so uh, I just graduated uh, the University of Missouri with an economics degree, and right now my primary kind of focuses are uh, music, so I play in a band called Loose Loose that plays around here in Columbia. Uh, we're sort of like jazz fusion, R&B, soul uh, kind of group. And then I also do uh, freelance like animation and design work. Oh, excellent. So you play in a band, you just graduated. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Thanks. And you do design work. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm starting to. I'm, starting I'm to. trying to gear up my, uh, my portfolio for places like Upwork and, and Fiverr to oh. do some, some online freelance. What are those? Uh, those are basically online platforms that connect uh, designers, developers, and uh, and like marketing people with businesses. Oh, that's awesome! So you kind of put your portfolio out there and hope that people. Yeah, exactly. People post jobs, and then you can bid on them uh, depending on you know how long you think it's going to take and uh, how well you think you'd fit the project. That's excellent. I'm just going to take a moment to adjust something here. We, we try to keep things informal. And maybe we'll cut it out. You know. We don't know. Um, well, that's awesome. Well, it, it sounds like an exciting time for you, kind of getting geared up, right? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a, it's pretty jarring. I mean, as, yeah. as a lot of people know, like the transition from being in school to, to graduating is kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going through that too. I just graduated from grad school. Okay, right yeah. on. Yeah, it's so a process. <laughs> entering the real world can be a little in intimidating, but like you said, it's it's exciting as well. That's amazing. And your portfolio building, do you have certain things that you've already built that you're going to put into the portfolio? Yeah. Other things? Yeah. So I've had some internships. Um, I actually just completed an internship with the U.S. Department of the Interior, doing some wow. environmental writing and. Uh, editorial design work and then I've been working on an animated video for them for, for the past couple months. So I've got some stuff there and then I've, I've also got an internship with a startup in downtown Columbia called Domain Purge. Um, so I've done some design and animation work for them as well. Oh, that's, that's really cool. An animated video? Mm -hmm. Like a cartoon? And what would you call it? Animated yeah, video? kind of just flat like UI style uh, graphic animation. That's, I work a lot in like Adobe Illustrator and After Effects. Oh, oh. I've, I used to dabble in that in high school. It's been a long time. Nice. It's pretty pretty powerful tools. It really is, yeah. After Effects and both, both Illustrator and After Effects are massive. There's a ton of potential in there and I, I feel like the more you learn about it, the more you realize like how much untapped potential there still is in those programs. They can get costly, but probably yeah. worth it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see how long my uh, student like, <laughs> subscription rate will last me. Yeah. Well, thank you for 
introducing yourself. Sure. Um, would you uh, share a little bit about yourself and where you are and this planet? Uh, yeah, well, um, I have a few classes that I have to wrap up before I can graduate, so um, I'm back in Columbia until December, and I don't know where I'm going to go. Um, so right now I'm just doing freelance design, um, I'm doing logo work, um, design work, uh, some search engine optimization for different websites, um, just whatever uh, jobs come my way. Um, Isaac and I talk about the gig economy a lot, so um, getting gigs, just getting lots of gigs, and then um, just uh, I'll study and uh, paint, just kind of. Uh, see where each day takes me with uh, my to-do list. So it's been nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, it sounds like yeah, you both are really creative, and artistic individuals. So. Yeah, it's nice right knowing him. What's that? <laughs> it's nice knowing him. Oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, it's been nice to meet you, you both. And um, I'm curious, with uh, with the artistic like, engagements, how do you how do you stay creative? What inspires your work? Um. I mean, it kind of depends on what like creative avenue I'm I'm going down. But for music, I think just listening to a lot of different music and uh, looking at, at different musicians' performances, what they're doing, how they're kind of uh, pulling their craft in different directions, and sort of what I can learn from that, and and how it reflects on on my like creative process. But really, just. I, I think the, I don't know, creative inspiration sort of happens naturally. It's, it's just, you've got to, you know, get good at finding the time to sit down and, and make it happen. The, the difficult part is, is definitely like, you know, forcing yourself to sit down and practice or, or uh, produce new music. And once, once you're there, like once I'm in front of my laptop or I've got my instrument in my hands, it kind of just flows naturally. So just finding the time and being willing to do it, try it. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's good advice. Yeah, I'd say similar. I, I find a lot of inspiration in just moments where um, I have a chance to just take a breath and be by myself and do some introspection. Um, a lot of times that comes, um, I think, at obscure hours. Um, or um, I like to think that any time after midnight is whenever I have the ability to, you know, light a candle, uh, meditate, um, and just kind of be my truest self um, when everybody else is kind of asleep or in the morning whenever everybody's kind of starting their day and I can just slowly enter my day and uh, do some creative work. Um, a lot of it comes from long car rides. Um, I think a lot of the time just having like an open road and just like, uh, I used to live in St. Louis and when I was living in St. Louis I would drive back and forth from Columbia and um, that was always a great time to just think about, um, just introspect and also think of just like emotions that I'm feeling intensely and really examine those and then channel that energy into something creative, whether it be something tangible or um, just something to ponder often for the week. Powerful practices you both have. Well, it's it's interesting you mentioned meditation um, because it was your mention of meditation that drew me to asking you all to come onto the show. And uh, you, so you teach meditation at a wellness center here in Columbia, Missouri. Right? 
To an extent. I, I do a lot of their social media, so a lot of the social media, the, the rhetoric that I use and the, the copywriting that I do, I think, um, really gravitates towards what I hear in my daily meditations. I do a lot of guided meditations. Um, so I usually regurgitate some of what I hear in those meditations and then um, just like uh, make it so that um, people can read it to kind of get a mantra going for their day. Um, and then lately Isaac has been helping me animate some of the meditations that I write into um, something a little bit more visually captivating than just like a static post. That's an awesome project. So you're animating her meditations into like a yeah guided video meditation? Yeah, yeah. So just like a short animated video. Typically, the one we're working on right now, she's, she's like written out uh, like a couple stanzas to guide a meditation and then I'll go through and animate the text and then do some, some graphics. She's got some flowers kind mm -hmm. of adorning that and then I'll, I'll like change the background color and something. So just something to make it like a little more visually uh, interesting and compelling. That's beautiful. That sounds like a nice project where your different skills can come together and mm -hmm. uplift other people yeah. uh, with it. Yeah. Wow. And so is this the first video you're working on? Yeah, it is. We just <laughs> just started these collaborations yeah. this week, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I ran into you, I had just illustrated. Uh, I did like some lavender and then, um, just like I had written out. I, I like to do typography, so um, I had written out the meditation I was about to send it to Isaac whenever I was talking to Max and he ran into me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you probably don't know this at home, but in Columbia, Missouri, at least a lot of us meet in coffee shops, <laughs> overhearing conversations and, yeah. oh, you're into that? I, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I've actually met, probably all the people I've met so far here were through people I met at a coffee shop. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this is only the beginning, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, my partner and I, we just moved back here. I grew up here. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, we're enjoying Columbia. She's from Arkansas originally. We met in California. Mm -hmm. But it's a cool town. I really, I really like it. Mm -hmm. Did you graduate from school here? Yeah, I just graduated Missouri with a degree in economics. Yeah. Did you enjoy the economics? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I definitely. Now that I'm like out of school, I kind of have a little bit more of a, a cynical attitude toward institutional education. Um, but it was it was fun. And all the debt that may come with it. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm lucky enough not to be burdened by that. But still, I I kind of feel like I got uh, swindled out of a lot of time and energy oh. while I was here. Yeah. It takes a lot of time to. I got an econ degree too. Oh, nice. Econ and finance. I yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'll I use it somehow. <laughs> you know. <laughs> somehow. Some somehow. I I used to use it a lot more. Well, that's cool. Um, it's good that you're like willing to share your opinion about. Oh, I think it's healthy. And you're almost done, you said. Yeah, I'm in the journalism program, um, and I'm studying strategic communication um, with an emphasis in art direction, um, which art direction has come in handy significantly more than the journalism degree, because right now I'm doing a lot of um, graphic design, and I just finished up an art direction gig for a commercial. Um, so just uh, way less writing. Like I entered school thinking I was, you know, about to be like Anderson Cooper or something, and then I'm I'm exiting with more of an idea that I can do art and get paid to do the art that I 
want to be doing. So it's been really great. And I've had lots of great encouragement to actually like pursue doing graphic design instead of um, doing more marketing, which I think is where my degree is sort of leading a lot of people, like marketing and advertising. Um, not necessarily avoid advertising, but use my powers for good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's actually a reoccurring theme on the show. You, you don't know this, but we bring up like superheroes every once in a while. Yeah, so really? it's funny yeah. you mentioned your powers. Um, it's good to hear you all are using your powers for good. Yeah. Uh, well, then it's interesting that you have you even think about that because I think often we get into kind of the mode of just kind of trying to get by. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like both of you are pretty inspired to do work that like uplifts people and um, is creative and, and also feeding to your, your spirits, your, your emotional life. Yeah, definitely. It's been really rewarding so far. It helps that like I also associate with people that are positive with um, their passions instead of. I think a lot of people, um, especially like last year, whenever a lot of my friends were seniors, they were kind of feeling defeated. I think and uh, losing some of the optimism that I still maintain about the future. And a lot of people were just um, frustrated because I think they thought that they were going to use their passions for, not evil necessarily, but I think um, a lot of like advertising work for brands that they might not have endorsed otherwise. Um, so luckily I've been able to endorse brands with my skill set that I actually agree with. Yeah, that's that's a great feeling, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Easier said than done, and it's good that you're leaning into doing it. Because I think often we kind of lose sight of our higher motives, the things that really get us going. It's easy, I mean, you know, in this world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you've started the meditation videos, and you're going to continue that series. Mm-hmm. Where can we find those? When? Um, yeah, you'll be able to find them on the Wellness Resource Center's page. Um, it's Mizzou underscore wellness on uh, Twitter, and on Instagram, it's just Mizzou wellness. Um, you can also find our Facebook page. Um, it's just uh, the Wellness Resource Center. I think it's MU Wellness at, on Facebook. You can also just Google it and it should come up. It's wellness.missouri.edu. So all of those videos will be featured later this semester. And for people who aren't running on semester time, it'll probably be like December when we have a lot of COVID. <laughs> That's awesome. What about your band? Can we find your music in there? Yeah, so we're Loose Loose Music on Facebook and Instagram, and we're uh, at looseloose.org is our website, and we post all of our music that we're putting out on there, as well as any upcoming performances that we're doing around Columbia. And you both do, like, and I know you've mentioned it, but you do other gigs and other work. Can you share anything about some of those? Upcoming or done? Or? Yeah, well, a lot of my work is hosted on my Instagram, which is um, Adrian, A D R I E N N E. Can you then, say that again? Yes, Adrian, A D R I E N N E E Luther, L U T H E R. I guess maybe we can pop it up at the bottom. <laughs> maybe you know where it's like Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Someone will. I, I don't, I'm not going to edit these. Can I hold my hand up so much. it like pops up where my hand is? Right here, check it out. Um, <laughs> Hey, maybe you could, maybe one of you could have that for us? Yeah, I mean, we're always looking for more gigs. You guys yes. need some editing. Hey, maybe, yeah. Animation work. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Right up our alley. Yep. Well, his alley, I don't do the animation part. 
but yeah, a lot of it is hosted on my Instagram. So um, I've been doing a lot of logo design for like um, entrepreneurs, um, some small businesses in the Missouri area, um, and then mostly Midwest um, entrepreneurs. Like I just did um, some logo work for um, some food carriers up in Minnesota, and then um, some bands down in Springfield, Missouri. Um, yeah, just doing album art for people. Um, see where that takes me. Wow, nice. Uh, I've kind of been trying to get into the film scoring scene. Uh, and yeah, just I, I produce music on my own in addition to playing in Loose Loose. So I've done a little bit of that through this internship that I mentioned uh, with the uh, Department of the Interior. And then there's also some, some filmmakers here in Columbia that I've uh, started to set up some meetings with about scoring their, their films. But I haven't done too much of that work yet. It's, it's kind of still in the early stages. Well, good luck. Thanks. That's great. Yeah. Film scoring. Like any specific type of film, any type of music? Um, yeah, I mean, the thing that I've done so far has been like a short documentary um, kind of focused on like environmental restoration stuff, but I'm really interested in, in like all kinds of film and really at this point because I'm, you know, just starting out, anybody that needs music yeah. for their for their project, I'd be interested in talking to. That's great. And it's kind of a selfish question, but I'm curious, what kind of music does your, your band play? Sure, we play like a lot of uh, jazz fusion, R&B, soul kind of stuff. Um, the the rhythm section, so me, uh, the drummer and the guitar player come from kind of like a jazz, hip-hop, fusion background. And then our vocalists uh, come from more of like a gospel uh, tradition. So it's it's cool to kind of hear the, the blending of those two like cultural backgrounds come out in the music. That's excellent. Well, I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, please do. And how did you two meet? Your couple, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Something like that. We um, <laughs> we met actually at a uh, at an open jam performance, which we were just talking about. Unfortunately, there aren't too many of those happening in Colombia right now. But about two years ago. Give or take, um, we were. I was. I was performing at one of those at like an an open jam at just like somebody's house, and uh, saw her walk in the door. Oh and yeah. Had to go talk to her. Oh, room slowed. Kind of it was a moment. I okay. bet <laughs> for sure. That's it awesome. was a moment. We're neighbors too. Yeah. Neighbors? She lives across the street. From me, oh, so. neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's really nice when you can connect with someone like so clearly and, um, and that connection goes somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. Absolutely. It's intense. Yeah. That's beautiful. So how long has it been? Uh, it's been a mess. It's been a mess. <laughs> on, and, on and off for like two years. Okay. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't know, we're getting into personal stuff this time, but I'm, I've been with That's my fine. partner Alyssa for about two years. Okay. I hope you can meet her. We're going to we're gonna crash one of your gym. Yeah. It's not crashing. It's not crashing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I invited you, so. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so cool. Uh, I'm curious, your meditative uh, practice, you say you're inspired by the daily meditations that you follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you give us an example of like what kind of meditative stuff you do? 
Uh, yeah, so I think we both use apps to help our daily practice. Um, I use an app called Stop Breathe Think, which allows me to log on um, via my phone and then um, it asks you how you're feeling for the day and you can log um, any sort of emotion. It has like a hundred emotions that you can just check off and you pick five usually. And um, so some mornings you'll dim the screen and for 10 seconds you just check in with yourself, see how you're feeling. Um, and kind of just like think about your emotions and oftentimes that just happens organically when you initially wake up um, So then kind of come to terms with what emotions you're feeling log those and then the app generates a guided meditation based off of those emotions um, and the, uh, the Meditations usually last about 10 minutes um, And then I usually take some time afterwards to kind of reflect on the, the meditation as well um, I'll journal as well yeah. Um, and then you can log how you're feeling after the meditation. So everything is um, nice and quantified, and uh, you can like see it on like a graph and everything. It's it's really nice. Yeah. Gamification. Yeah. Name of the game. Yeah. And then I I use Headspace, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, and that's sort of course based. So um, you'll go through like ten or so days in a row. Uh, kind of meditating on the same concept, so like focus or uh, concentration or anxiety, something like that, that is, is kind of helping you just be present with whatever whatever emotion or, or concept you're trying to uh, work through at the time. Mm -hmm. And how, um, for you, like how does it translate to your meditative leading with your meditations that you got? Um, well, honestly, some mornings, there will be some mornings where I don't meditate in the morning and I wait until later in the evening or sometimes I don't even get to my meditations at all and I'll get to work and I'll, um, I just have like a tiny little cubicle in a basement and um, I'll just take a moment and sit at my desk and think, what would I have liked to have heard this morning? What do I need to hear today? What can I provide others? Um, thinking about what my friends had told me about how they're feeling emotionally and kind of translating that emotional um, energy into some sort of copy where it can just be like a status or a graphic that is a reassurance or um, something that uh, acknowledges pain and suffering and kind of um, sort of walking people through that within a post, um, which in itself is kind of a meditative practice for me because it allows me to articulate what I would like to hear, what I kind of need to hear, and hoping that people um, find some solace in it. Um, it also helps if um, I can speak to like my mother or somebody that I care about in the morning and kind of um, hear some sort of reassurances or be giving reassurances. Um, so journals help a lot as well. Sometimes I'll journal in the morning and um, whatever I write in my journal, sometimes it, it gets featured on the wellness page. And if it's not on the wellness page, it's on my personal Instagram. <laughs> so these are posts? The <clears throat> yeah, a lot of them are posts. Um, we also did, Isaac actually wrote along with me, um, we do like little features um, on self-care um, and the zoo will let us take over their social media um, like during finals okay, yeah, week yeah. or or during like a time where students might be uh, at higher risk of just like stress and anxiety and depression. And um, so we'll, we'll take over the Instagram or their Facebook or um, any sort of social media, their Snapchat, 
and um, just feature different areas uh, around campus in Columbia that can help them uh, feel better. Because a lot of students, they don't, they haven't learned a lot of key practices that help them uh, navigate anxiety and depression. Um, and so helping students kind of form some resilience um, and not through like a religious means necessarily, but through self-care and introspection and meditation and mindfulness. Yeah, I feel like if you approach it that way, you can maybe connect with more people if you don't put a specific Definitely. Like, dogmatic rooms. Mm -hmm. um, did you grow up in the area? Where are you all from? Uh, I'm from Kansas City. She's from Jeff City. Oh, yeah. Oh, Missouri. Missouri side? Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's, you're listening to the Missouri and podcast right now. We like to do things a little bit uh, laid back on this podcast. I think it fits with the Missouri like sentiment, like oh, for sure. You know, trying to be like real and honest. Yeah. I'm sure it's that way where you are too. But, uh, <laughs> um, I want to take a moment to like thank the city for allowing us to record this downtown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Columbia, Missouri is really awesome, and the downtown here is mm -hmm. beautiful. It has a lot to do, and unless you're Working here all the time, I hear it can get a little, you know. It shrinks, yeah. yeah it it shrinks. definitely gets smaller. As, uh, the longer I'm here, I feel like it definitely gets smaller. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't hang out here after I was 18. I left. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is my first time back for like a period of time. It's, like, it's a different place, yeah, when you're an adult, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, and even just like... The transition for me of like you know being a student here to to being like a recent graduate and just like you know I'm, it's the first time I've ever been like a townie yeah <laughs> yeah um, and I still live with a bunch of you know all my roommates are still students and all, almost all my friends still go to Mizzou so kind of being uh, insulated from like the university social networks and it's, yeah. is a little you know it's it's definitely been a transition i wasn't quite expecting yeah it's tough to come out of school and um Alyssa and i were talking about this actually recently how you know in school it's so easy to make friends mm -hmm. there's just people definitely people yeah. everywhere <laughs> yeah it's tough to to come out and get adjusted up to yeah. yeah but at the same time it's it's also been like freeing because I, I don't have like a set schedule where I'm going to class every day. I, I have more time to just focus on my health and uh, and my music and stuff and exercise. Mm -hmm. What do you do for health exercise? Um, uh, I try to run every morning oh, and nice. then I also do like bike rides around Columbia. We've got some pretty good climbing out here as well. So I, I try and go in Boulder a couple times a week. Oh, that's excellent. I've been planning on um, going to the Boulder Gardens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, excellent spot. Yeah, I picked up some climbing equipment like a few years back. Never really used it. You know? yeah. <laughs> Use it for like a month. Yeah, there's there's some awesome climbing out here. There's a, cu a couple of spots like down off the the Katy Trail, like a couple really? miles south of here. That yeah, they're they're kind of tucked away. You know, you've got to like go down the trail a little ways, and then um, there there are these like paths off into the woods, but there's some really, really beautiful um, routes, and then once you get to the top, there's wow. enormous, like, expansive views of um, 
some rolling Missouri like agricultural landscapes off the side of these bluffs. Oh, that's so really beautiful. Highly yeah. recommend it. Speaking of trails off into the, the woods, I'm gonna stick to this one. Do you have to be alone? Like, do you have to be with a person? Can you be alone when you? So for find, like, for bouldering, which is like low to the ground stuff, you're not in any harnesses. You don't have ropes. That that you're alone for, or I mean, you can go with other people, but I, I like to do it alone. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's all like it's pretty low. Yeah, exactly. It's especially the stuff I'm doing. I'm never more than like five feet off the ground. Um, but yeah, the the top rope stuff and the lead climbing, you definitely want to be with other people. <laughs> I'm uh, just gonna climb up down this cliff. So I, some people do that. Yeah, I have some friends that that will free solo stuff, which is. Uh, it's a little too uh, visceral of, a, of an exercise experience for me. I, I think, you know, yeah. being roped in, that feels dangerous enough for yep. me to, to get the adrenaline pumping, so. Yeah, no, I can't even imagine. That's that's more of an internal like, brain workout. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I'd, I'd end up falling, so. Yeah, too. yeah, it's scary. But some people are amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the people that do the free solo stuff are confident enough. Like, they, they know that they, they're comfortable, like, with knowing what their body can do, what it can't do. And if they get into a situation where they, they think they might fall, they can always just down climb and get to a, a like, rest position. That's such an so, interesting relationship that they would have with their bodies where they can understand what their capabilities are. Because I feel like I'm still learning what I can push myself to do. When I get tired, how much further can I push myself? With people, uh, just a running and uh, bicycling. I, I do some yoga as well. I'm trying to get better at yoga. So. Yeah. yeah, I like to run uh, too. I run down the Katy Trail, nice. so it's cool that there's like some bouldering spots off of there. Mm -hmm. uh, selfish, another selfish question: Is it easy to find those like off the trail? Like, um, no. So I, every time I've gone, they, they have like a climbing uh, guidebook called Mo Beta that has like all the climbing in Missouri that you Mo, could ever, Mo Beta. Mo Beta. Okay. Um, and then, but every time I've gone, I've, I've gone with friends that have already been there. So, I've, uh, you know, they've shown me the ropes, so to speak. You're both runners. Do you, you run together? Do you? Sometimes. Um, I think yes. we kind of do like different paces and our schedules aren't always lined up, so... More recently, we've been hey, doing solo. Hey, Julian. Oh, hey, what's up? Hi. You always have hula pants last yeah. night with your dogs. Mm -hmm. Wow, I know everyone. Wow. <laughs> you all have dogs? No, my mom does. Oh, yeah. She, she was just in town uh, briefly. And, uh, oh, cool. yeah, she rode up with the puppies. Oh, that's cute. They're very cute. Yeah. Are they puppies? Uh, they're, they're kind of adolescent dogs <laughs> right now. They are just grown out of the puppy phase. I call my six-year-old dog a puppy. Um, yeah, I, I have never had like a runner's high except like once or twice. Really? Where I really was like, okay, this is amazing. Yeah. Do you, you, you get it? Walk it into the stride. Like... Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, typically it's it's on like longer runs or or toward the end of runs when I like sink into the groove really well. But yeah, it's 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 worth it. It, it also helps if you are running really consistently. Yeah. So if you've run like every day for the past month or so, it's gonna be easier to, to reach that kind of uh, cardio groove. Yeah. That's cool. And you, you, do you both cycle? Do you yeah, yeah. 
Mine is all, I, I think mine is not like competitive or anything. Like my, my exercise routine is pretty much for mindfulness and just like health. Like I'm not trying to do it to like get super fit by any means. And it, I did enter like a mindset like that over the summer where I was doing it, um, I think for the wrong reasons. So my relationship with exercise is still evolving to where it's actually from a healthy place. Because um, often I can find myself slipping into um, a mindset where it's like, why am I exercising? Um, so sometimes I like to just check in with myself and ask, like, am I on this run so that I'm going to look better or so that I will feel better? Um, and sometimes if, if the relationship shifts, I have to, like, uh, usually work through that. So. Well, that's an interesting thing that you brought up about, like, thinking about your motives as to why you're running and why you're getting out. That's, that's fascinating. So you you kind of check yourself and try to see, is this a healthy, mm-hmm. you know, is this a healthy motive for me to be out? And, yeah, wow. just like the discussion that I have regarding the exercise. So I have to be careful who I talk to about my exercise. Um, the same goes for eating. Like um, I, can, I found that a lot of times if I bring up my exercise and, and eating behaviors with um, sometimes not necessarily the wrong people, but people who are in a headspace where they are not able to talk about it um, productively, where it instead becomes like a punishment to them, like the, the exercise is because they want to lose weight and they feel bad about themselves. Oftentimes that energy will infiltrate how I view the exercise, whether um, whether I would like it to or not. So I have to kind of work through that. Um, and it's been an issue before where um, it just it becomes like a self-conscious thing, um, but lately the relationship I've had with exercise and healthy eating has been really positive, and I've been lucky enough to associate with people who view it positively and are able to speak about it as like a mindfulness practice and instead of um, a get ripped sort of practice where it's less coachy. Yeah. It's good to have that support, like people who support kind of the the healthier reason. Um, I, I can relate to that kind of practice, like why am I doing this? And I think often we rebel when it's like purely like aesthetic yes. or something selfish. You know, like yeah. part of us is like, really? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's not true all the time for any of us, but I think that's a healthy impulse, you know? Mm-hmm. I think like checking our motivations and like how we're relating to things, people, and working out like is something that often we can overlook like i know i do but mm-hmm. i think it's that's a really that's a really good good thing to do yeah it's like going to yoga for example like i i pick who i go to yoga with pretty carefully because some people the the way that they will talk about going to yoga it'll be like oh my god i just had this like really like gnarly cheeseburger and i need to burn it off before that goes to my waist or something that sort of language is not productive for me. If, if I'm going to yoga with somebody like that, I need them to just go meditate first and then come meet up with me. But like, if I, if I have somebody that's like, oh, I would like to do yoga recreationally, like that sounds like a fun thing to do today. Like, um, that's way more productive for me. And luckily I have had friends recently who, who talk about exercise like that, but in the past it's not been like that. And it's been um, kind of just like, it'll snowball into this really uh, like uh, self, uh, not necessarily loathing, but just like not being content with 
just who you are, and so you're exercising because you're not content with who you are, rather than as like a way of nurturing who you are. Yeah, I, I think for a lot of us it can be really tough when we feel like we're not fitting into the societal standard, and you know we're not getting the attention we want, or you know there's there's good reason to, to want to be aesthetically pleasing in this world, you know, especially um, with you know, kind of our economy the way it is and how we hire mm -hmm. people, but also, you know, often we, we get caught up in like attracting people and, um, and, I, and I, I feel like it can be really uh, hard on those of us who don't find that we're fitting in or that people are connecting with us in that way. And I, you know, I, it sounds like you all agree, but, you know, our hearts go out to each other and to anyone listening who's like struggling through that kind of um, reflection and you know we just asked uh, and I hope we, we each ask each other to, to lean into those healthy habits that you know allow us to be a little easier on ourselves and healthier in kind of an emotional way Definitely. even if people are thinking about taking care of themselves that's a step that's something that is totally respectable if you're having a discussion with yourself of just where am I and what can I do to help myself feel better, that is huge and that, that matters. I think a lot of people lose sight that if you know they're thinking about it but not doing it, that doesn't count, but it definitely is a starting point. And whether it takes you, you know, um, a day to get back on your grind or a year, it's still valid that you're thinking about your health at any sort of point. Yeah, super valid. Well, I really have to thank you all for coming on to the, the show and mm -hmm. sharing yeah, a little bit of your life you. with us. Um, it's been beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you so much for having us. Yeah. yeah. And it's been like our pleasure getting to know you. And um, hopefully we can have you on again. You can like give us an update on your gigs. And yeah. You know, yeah, I'll definitely. ask more personal questions. Yeah. Let's go <laughs> <collab>. out. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, join us uh, for our next podcast with the uh, Transcendence and we hope that you lean into your health uh, to, to what gets you by and um, you know go forth knowing that you're loved and supported. Thank you.